Frequency Cast. Startup in progress. Hi, and welcome to Frequency Cast, the UK's digital TV and technology show. At Frequency Cast, it's our mission to keep you up to date with today's tech, answer your questions, and keep you entertained along the way. Our shows are driven by your feedback. You decide what we talk about, and we'll do the rest. Here's what we'll be looking at in today's show. Show 95. The latest on the digital radio switchover. More BBC HD for some of the UK. A look back at the last year of tech. Your feedback on Weiser, Cloudbox and IPTV. Plus, New Year's greetings from Lord Pete. First off, here's Pete with the latest TV and tech news. Frequency cast. Now loading. News. Our first item for 2014. Do you still use checks? Plans to phase out checks by 2018 were scuppered due to public protest, but from April this year, Barclays will be trialling the option to pay in your checks from your smartphone. The system of uploading photos of checks is already in use in the US and could be rolled out to all Barclays customers over the next 12 months. Next, Sky's Now TV service that lets you access Sky Sports on your TV without a dish is now available on the Apple TV service. If you don't have Apple TV, you can still get the Now TV box for under £10, top bargain as it offers iPlayer, 4OD and Facebook on your TV. Link on our show notes. Next, if you're a fan of the Mario Kart franchise, version 8 for the Wii U is due out in the spring. The one to watch though is the Angry Birds racing game for your smartphone. Angry Birds Go, competitor for Mario Kart, was released last month and in the spring an update offering multiplayer will be available. Staying with smartphones, expect to see the LG Flex phone next month. This is a bendable Android phone with a self-healing case to repair scratches and marks. If you're looking for a cheap but powerful Android phone, we found the Moto G online for under £100 pay-as-you-go. A surprisingly powerful phone at a silly price. See our show notes. Next, Amazon is entering the TV production business. New comedy and drama series will be made by Amazon and distributed via Love Film. Interestingly, all of the new Amazon shows will be recorded in 4K Ultra HD, ready for the next generation of TV sets. If your New Year's resolution is to get yourself into shape, note that the Fitbit has updated their fitness app to turn your iPhone 5 into an activity tracker. Still no news of a release date for their Force, the wearable tracker with caller ID. Next, expect a new Facebook feature for 2014, a sympathise button. This can be used to respond to your friends' sadder updates, where a like button just doesn't cut it. Ah. And finally, well done to Big Issue seller Simon Mott. Last month, he became the first Big Issue seller to accept credit and debit card payments on the street. With so few people carrying cash, he's decided to start making use of a smartphone card reader from iZettle. Well done, Simon. Next, you'll be needing your chip and pin card if you want to spend a penny. Thanks, Pete. For more TV and tech news, go to frequencycast.co.uk forward slash news. Or follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Frequency Cast. Now loading. Focus. 
Well, Happy New Year, Frequency Cast, show number 95, and it's focus time. Happy New Year, Kelly. Happy New Year, Pete. Thank you very much. Uh, Lord Pete, if you don't mind. Seriously, 2014 isn't the year that I'm going to start bowing down and calling you Lord. I think you're going to have to. I'm officially a Lord. Have you heard of the Principality of Sealand? No. It is one of the world's smallest micronations. It's a World War II fort that's off the coast of the east of England. And it was declared a principality uh, by the people that took it over after the war. And they made me a lord. You mean you've bought the right to be a lord? You, you could put it that way. I choose to take it as they came to me and, and offered me it rather than I actually had to, uh, to pay for it. But it was a gift. So uh, I am a lord. So please bow down before me. It's not going to happen. You know I rule this manor. Okay, Duchess Kelly, what we're going to do is take a look back at the last year in tech. But before we do that, two stories have caught our eyes and ears. And the first one is DAB, which of course stands for... Digital Audio Broadcasting. There we go. In theory, the future of radio. And as you may remember, we've been talking about this thing called the FM switch-off or the digital radio switch-over. We were patiently waiting for an announcement last month as to when FM would be switched off. And the good news is, drum roll please. There is no date for the switchover. According to Ed Vasey, a switchover date is only going to be announced when listening gets to 50% of all listening hours. And at the moment we're in the kind of 33% range, so that's quite a way off. Also, when local, commercial and national DAB coverage reaches that of FM, and also when significant progress has been made in getting in-car digital radio which again is some way off. So we are a considerable distance away from any kind of forced switchover, which of course is good news, not only for the radio stations that don't seem to want it, but also for people that listen. And actually we were discussing this with elderly relatives and what they were going to do, because you know, like they just like their old tech, the standard stuff that they've had all the time. They don't really want to upgrade and to be forced to is a little bit... Well, mean. It worked with Freeview, though, didn't it? We forced everyone off our analogue telly over to Freeview. Do you know how many calls I get, though, on a weekly basis about I've pressed the wrong button, I'm somewhere, I thought I'd recorded something, that's gone, now I'm on something that says AV, what's that? But they get more channels than the five they used to get before. There's got to be some benefit there. They don't even watch them. (laughs) They don't. I'm sorry. I do not believe that they watch them. Well, certainly not in my family anyway. Fair enough. Well, at least we're not being forced to... uh thrum over a DAB radio which again you know fiddly quality is not so good all sorts of problems with it but there are plans to try to increase the interest in DAB and Ed Vasey has announced that a new national DAB multiplex will be coming soon also they're introducing something called the digital radio tick mark which is for certified DAB radios and the really interesting one is to get DAB in cars they'll be sending out leaflets with all the tax disc reminders from the DVLA so uh, they're trying but uh, No rush, guys. No, I'm in no rush either. Okay, the second story is uh, is porn. This is something that's going to break your heart, isn't it? Well, I don't use it myself, but I know uh, some people do, don't you, Kelly? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Nice try, Pete, nice try. I actually saw you sobbing before we came in to record this. Yes, so this is the news that uh, BT will soon be switching on a porn filter 
for customers. That's going to be uh, taking effect later this year. New customers will get the porn filter switched on by default and existing customers will be switched uh, over to this system where if you try to look at any dodgy sites... The only reason you know about these things is from experience, I'm sure. 6.8 million BT customers are going to be affected by this. Sky and TalkTalk customers already are affected by this. Effectively, this now means that you're going to have to get in contact with BT and say, please, can I watch some porn? What I'd like to know is how many divorces this is going to cause. Well, well, the good news for you, though, Kelly, you're on Virgin Media and they don't have a filter yet, so you're OK. Oh, good, good. I don't know what I'd do without my porn supply. Anyway, let's move swiftly on before the uh, complaints start flooding in. And let's look back at the last year. Now, uniquely for last year, the month that kicked off the year was... January. Yes, the year did indeed kick off with January. It surprised us, didn't it? Oh, so weird. To be honest, though, we thought the world was going to end last year. Well, at the beginning of this year, we didn't expect to be here, so it was a real shock. Oh, that's true. We were going to get wiped out by a comet or whatever. And the year before was 2012, and that was all going to end in tears. So uh, we, we've done well. We've made it to 2014, which yeah. is oh, I see as a good sign. So what happened in January? Well, Google Maps came out for the iPhone. That was probably the big story. After all, the people with their Apple devices were getting lost because the Apple Maps app wasn't working. So that was a good one. Uh, and my favourite story was the patent for airbags on smartphones. So if you drop your smartphone, a little airbag would pop up. And that was an Amazon one. Hasn't happened yet, has it? No, I haven't seen it. I see a lot of people in need of it. And talking of things that haven't happened, let's look back at our predictions for last year. Okay, so we um, we predicted the 10-inch Nokia Windows tablet. Now, we got that one right. The Lumia 2520 launched just a couple of weeks ago, so we just squeezed that into 2013. Good news. Um, we also predicted 4G and Freeview disruption. Yes, of course, the 4G network launched and there was a theory that it was going to interrupt uh, millions of people's TV viewing. There have been some small problems, not too many problems, though. And, of course, the 4G network is still slowly rolling out. So uh, it wasn't as big an impact as we thought, but we're not out of the woods yet. What else? We expected there'd be an iPhone 6 and an iPad 5. Well, of course, we've got the iPhone 5S and 5C and a new iPad and the iPad mini. So, uh, yeah, we were, we were spot on on that one, just about. Got the name slightly wrong, but there we go. We predicted an Amazon phone. Yeah, we weren't so hot on that one. That is still on the cards, though. It could be 2014. OK, we also thought it was going to be the year of the smartwatch. Now, we saw a lot of smartwatch opportunities. We saw the Pebble and we saw all sorts of uh, things in the uh, pipeline. Uh, nothing yet. I actually reckon 2014 will now be the year of the smartwatch. It's definitely coming. The Apple one, when that comes out, will be huge. And, of course, we've got the new Fitbit one, the Force, which is a watch fitness trackery thing. So uh, I reckon, yeah, 2014. And we also missed the huddle. We did, yes. Uh, have you got a huddle? No. Would you like a huddle? I'm okay. Huddle, of course, is the Tesco 100 quid tablet, which wasn't on our radar last year. This year, I'm not so sure we should make any predictions, do you? No, but Tesco's going to do something else. I'm telling you, if they've managed to put a gym in a store, they've brought out a tablet, something else has got to come this year. How about a Tesco search engine? 
Oh, maybe. Mm. Anyway, hot on the heels of January was the month of February. Strange, that. Uh, BT removed their peer-to-peer network traffic management cap, which meant you could get truly unlimited broadband, which was good. Uh, News of the Star Wars 7 film, which uh, we still haven't heard too much about. And uh, DAB Plus started testing in Brighton, but we've uh, done DAB to death already today, so uh, we'll move on from that one. We also, in our February show, talked about the BT Smart Talk app, which gives you uh, free phone calls from your smartphone. And also Facebook Graph Search, which you weren't keen on. This was the idea that you could search for restaurants in London that your friends have been to. I don't like anything that's stalkerish like that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll stop. I do wish you would. It's people like you that ruin apps like this, really. We also went to the uh, the Toy Fair, of course, and uh, we saw this little beast. A robofish is the most lifelike uh, robot fish on the market. It's micro-robotics. It's water-activated. and It'll activate and obviously... Uh, it actually swims in five different directions, and how it does that is it's actually got a electromagnetic coil. Robofish, Robofish, drop them in water, your fish dive down. Robofish have micro-robotics. And of course, the one you were waiting for, the launch of the BlackBerry, your favourite phone. And just as it came out, you ditched it and went to Android. Yes, I did. Oh, darling. All that fuss you made wanting a new BlackBerry's 10. And as soon as it came out, you went, no, I'll have an Android. Well, I know, but well, my BlackBerry broke right before. And they told me that I was very, very lucky that it survived as long as it did. And I couldn't really chance that happening again. So... I ditched BlackBerry and I feel sad and I know so many people that did because they were disappointed by the BlackBerry 10. Sorry, BlackBerry. And you're still loving your Android? No, I hate the Android. Do you want an iPhone? No, I think I'm going to switch. Okay, suggestions welcome from the listeners. Uh, We move on to March. In our March show, we talked about Sky taking over O2 Broadband. That was big news at the time. And also BT took over ESPN, which was a bit of a precursor to BT Sport, which launched later in the year. The Wii Mini came out, Nintendo's new games console, and nobody cared. And Argos TV finished, and again, nobody cared. What we all do care about, though, is uh, what happened to you in the March show. I became a ham. Yes, indeed, Kelly M6KFA, and very well you did. I did. Very, very, very chuffed I was as well. Oh, talking of ham, did you uh, see the Ham Nation podcast? You're in it this month. Well, yes, I did have a sneaky little glimpse and saw that I was in it. You're doing by any chance? Well, our next video comes all the way from England. Pete M0PSX and Essex Ham's Kelly M6KFA have recorded video coverage of the London Radio Rally at Kempton Park. Let's take a look. So there you go. Kelly, welcome to the world of amateur radio there. Right, let's move on to April. Things were hotting up with BT Sport, uh, with the rumours continuing. And to try and combat that, Sky launched their day pass so you could get Sky Sport for a day via their new Now TV service. This was my exciting product of the year, little dongle, which is the, uh, the Realtek USB stick. It's a TV it's a PVR hard disk recorder. It does FM, digital radio, uh, but it's an SDR, software-defined radio, so you can listen to all the weird and wonderful radio thingies on it. Ten quid, and you can still get it. If you haven't seen one and you're into your radio, then this is the device for you. Link on the show notes. And, of course, what else happened in April? This is the best part of our year, I think. We won the European Podcast Awards! All national and UPIN winners of the UPIN Podcast Award can be found on Facebook. 
Congratulations! You have deserved being the top notch in your category this year. Yes, winner of the European Podcast Awards for the best non-profit UK podcast. And we're very pleased, aren't we? Oh, still very chuffed. Takes us on to May. A favourite rumour back in May was the Apple Eye Ring, which you wear on your finger and you can control the TV. Again, that one hasn't happened yet. We also, of course, went to Gadget Show Live up in Birmingham. That's a big, big event for us. And you got yourself locked in a box. Okay, are we ready? No! Good luck! <laughs> oh, no! Two red. So yeah, you do win a prize today. You win an Acer gift bag. Yay! And we released our making of video where you can see what goes on behind the scenes here at FrequencyCast HQ. Uh, let's move on to June. The BT Home Hub 4 came out and uh, the highlight of that was it fits through the letterbox. Windows 8.1 was announced, bringing back the start button, which a lot of people that are Windows 8 users uh, have been uh, crying out for. A camera came out for the Raspberry Pi. Now, I have to mention this. Last month, I was at a get-together where I was chatting to a few techie guys, including a lovely chap called Steve Smith. What's he holding there, Kelly? A massive tinfoil whoopee cushion. Uh, no, it's not quite a tinfoil whoopee cushion, but you're on the right lines. You do fill it with air. A balloon. It is a high-altitude balloon that you fill with helium. And uh, what people do with these mad things is they inflate them with helium and attach little payloads, like Raspberry Pis and transmitters and whatever else, let them off into the air, and you can track them using this little dongle that we talked about earlier and track the flight of the balloon. I just uh, don't understand how people have the time to even come up with that as an idea. Look, people have the time to watch Downton Abbey. Well, I don't watch that either. Uh, of course, uh, the impending thing we've hinted at a couple of times already is the launch of BT Sport. And we were lucky enough to catch up with Pete Oliver from BT, who told us more. BT Sport is actually going to be a package of three channels. So there'll be BT Sport 1 and BT Sport 2. But in addition to that, people who take BT Sport will also get ESPN, which has moved to BT from next season. And on those channels, we're going to have Premier League football. So we'll have 38 games, but crucially, 18 of those games will be first picks. So these are the really big games, the top six teams uh, playing against each other. Uh, and previously, those first pick games have only been available on Sky. So for the first time, some of the top games will be on another channel, be on our channels. Also in our June show, we looked at memory updates and you took a laptop to bits, didn't you, and put some new memory in it? I did indeed. And it was a very quick, simple and cheap way to actually upgrade your laptop and stop it running so slow. So if you didn't get the laptop you were after at Christmas, have a look at the links on our show notes for the memory checker, which will tell you how cheap it is to upgrade your existing laptop or PC. We also looked at the Quidco and Top Cashback applications. Now, I don't know about you, Kelly, but I've made 320 quid from using those apps. Have you actually seen any of the money? I've seen £140 of it. No way! £140! Oh, God. OK, I'm actually going to commit to this then. I think you should. On the subject of cash, we also talked about these NFC cards, you know, the uh, near-field communication cards, and also people walking up to uh, machines in Marks and Spencers and their purses and wallets accidentally running up charges. So that was a, a good little story. And in July, we got all topical, didn't we? And we talked about planned obsolescence and the whole business of the light bulb conspiracy. We're still angry about it, really, aren't we? 
We also had a nice freebie from Amazon, which was the launch of Amazon Cloud. And uh, if you've bought CDs from Amazon in the past, you'll find MP3 versions available for free download. Nice little bonus for August, which is good. We also talked about our friend, didn't we? This Xbox guy, he was mad. All we want is an offline mode. We never asked for an online mode. We never asked for a 24-hour check-in. But they gave it to us anyway, and we tell them we don't want it. You are disconnected from your customer base! And after ranting about it, Microsoft finally backed down. So well done to the, the big shouty American chappy. We also heard the first bits of news about some new web domains coming to the UK. There's a whole raft of new domains coming. We still haven't got an exact date, and they are called GTLDs, generic top-level domains. And, of course, you went all neon on us, didn't you? I did, yes. I actually created some technological dance costumes. And if you haven't seen the video, it's up on the website. Kelly dancing around. That takes us on to show 90, which was in August. O2 launched its 4G service in London, Leeds and Bradford. The Wii U reported its first three months worth of figures and they were dreadful. So uh, no take up for the Wii U or the Wii Mini. BT Sport finally launched and we had fun. We went out and about, didn't we? We, we went out for lunch. We went out for coffee. We slobbed about on the beach. Uh, all in the interest of uh, talking about free Wi-Fi, BT cloud storage, weather apps, health tracking and all that kind of stuff and we took our awards we could show that off everywhere we went as well we did we took that out for a walk indeed and talking of taking things for a walk we move on to september and the advertising campaign that you and i both loved of course that was o2 and their campaign was called be more dog why be so cat why not be a bit more dog That win campaign of the year. Yeah, that won all the advertising awards. Now, Joel, if you're listening, I know you think that campaign is is the best, but really, Be More Dog, no, just doesn't do it for me. However, your favourite ad of the year, Kelly, was one, do you know, I hadn't even seen it until you showed me on YouTube earlier. I can't believe you've missed it. It was so controversial as well. It had everybody talking about it. And of course, it was the Marmite advert. It's an early start for the rescue team as they visit a house in West London. Love it, hate it. Just don't forget it. On the subject of O2, we talked about O2 to go, which I love, actually. It's the idea that you can get your O2 text messages and voicemail and phone calls on any device. I use that a lot. Actually, that's one of the best apps for me of the year. So I get notified wherever I am if I've got a, a missed call or a text message. October and Top Up TV finally died. It had been struggling for the last couple of years. It finally shut down. Uh, nobody really seemed to miss it, but we have had quite a lot of complaints about people's program guides not working because their old set-top boxes used to rely on data from Top Up TV to give them new program schedules. Not so good. No, definitely not. NASA announced they were going to launch a 3D printer into space. I wonder if they'll be printing off your Catwoman figure for you. Oh, I'm still angry about this. I am. I really, really am. I know it's been ages, but I'm really grumpy about it. You're never going to shop at Firebox again, are you? No, I'm not. And talking of 3D printing, of course, last year, Asda started doing in-store people printing with 3D printers, which is cool. I like that. Uh, October, we also reported on the iOS 7 release, which uh, people are still very angry about as well and the launch of the iPhone 5S and the 5 Cheap. We have found a way to sell the exact same iPhone a year later, changing nothing but the name. And we call it the iPhone 5S. The S stands for same. 
which takes us to November. We're catching up. We're nearly there, aren't we? Uh, Android 4.4 KitKat was announced. Sky Movies became available on BT TV for the first time. And the Dell Latitude E6430U hit the headlines uh, because when you power it up, it smells of cat pee. That is disgusting. Also, we talked about the talking train windows where you put your head on the train carriage window and it vibrates advertising messages through your head. You impressed with that? Well, no, because I sleep on the train with my head against the window, so I'm like their prime consumer and I don't really want that to happen. I want to have a nap. Also, View TV was coming and we had a chat with Marie Ellis. It will air on Freeview Channel 238 and it will give a wide range of premium channels from the likes of Comedy Central, MTV, History and a catalogue of kids' programmes like Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, Boomerang and Cartoon Eatu. So that will be available to interconnected Freeview HD homes. So yes, View TV is now live on the Freeview platform. 13 channels, £6.99. Definitely worth a look there. We also talked about some weird tech gadgets, including my favourite, the iKettle that you can text. Oh, I know. I've actually got that planned as a present coming up soon for a birthday. For me? No, 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 not for you. Oh, charming. Uh, Your present, of course, is going to be the ostrich pillow, that weird thing you put your head in and cocoon yourself away with. You love that. I just don't understand. Surely your nose would run. None of it makes sense. And that takes us on to last month being December. The FunCube 1 satellite launched. We went to the Kempton Rally and we were featured on Ham Nation. We were indeed. Also, of course, Gadget Show Live, where you met your hero, Jason Bradbury, and I met Pollyanna Woodward. Oh, Pete. Hi, this is Pollyanna from The Gadget Show and you're listening to Frequency Cast. And of course we will be featuring some interviews that we recorded at Gadget Show Live in the coming shows. But we are out of time for this show. That's our little whiz back at 2013, the year that was. And uh, it was a good one, wasn't it? It was a good one. I'm surprised we remembered it all. Are you looking forward to 2014? I am looking forward to 2014. I think this is going to be the best year. I'll hold you to that. Frequency Cast. Now loading. Interaction. Interaction time, starting off with an email from Dick Thompson talking about Freeview HD. Yes, he says, I had been getting quite excited about the press stories that Freeview would be getting HD versions of BBC Three, BBC Four, BBC News and Al Jazeera earlier this month. Unfortunately, what was omitted from the stories was the fact that only certain parts of the country would be able to get the last three. And living in rural southwest Wales, I'm not one of the lucky ones. So far, I haven't been able to find out when the rest of the country will be able to get these channels, but I'm sure that someone with your connections will be able to find out. Should you need to know, my local transmitter is Carmel. Well, the new BBC HD channels that launched in December are transmitted on a new multiplex, which is called COM7. This new service isn't available across all parts of the UK yet, and it's not available from most relay transmitters. See the link up on our show notes for the planned 2014 transmitter updates. And sorry, but Carmel is not on the list. Next, Terry Costello asks, What do you know about WISA? Are there any new products in addition to Bang & Olufsen speakers planned? 
WISA, if you don't know, is Wireless Speaker and Audio, and their association is introducing technology that transmits, wait for it, 24-bit audio at a sample rate of 96 kilobits per second with, yeah, <laughs> with robust error recovery for uninterrupted listening enjoyment. It offers extremely low latency and negligible speaker-to-speaker delay and operates in the relatively unused 5.2 to 5.8 gigahertz part of the radio spectrum. Whew. Yes, B&O, Bang & Olufsen, is a member, and they have brought out the BioLab 17 range of speakers. Uh, we don't know of anybody else yet, but have a look at the website for WISA and you'll find out more. Thanks to Roger Rowe for the following. You were saying how you thought that IPTV would be the future. Certainly, since getting BBC iPlayer app on my Note 2, I'm able to download TV programmes to watch while I'm on the train. Before I do that though, I first have to use a chunk of my Plusnet broadband download allowance. That's fine if it's during the unmetered part of the night, but if it's during the normal daytime from 8am to midnight, then it uses up some of my monthly allowance. He says if he watched all of his TV over IPTV instead of Freeview, he'd have to switch to a more expensive broadband package just to get the capacity. And he says if I wanted to watch IPTV live or when it's first released, he'd be having to juggle his costs with his desire to watch good TV. Next, we heard from David in an answer to a question from last month. With regards to Alan Polkey and his Roberts Radio, I have got a Robert Stream 202 and have lots of problems getting some shows on BBC Listen again to play as it comes up with no show available. But if I use my phone, the shows are there. I think this is due to it using Frontier Silicon website to access the stream. I have emailed Roberts about this, but they did not reply. Other people are having trouble with it as well. Yes, and uh, David's given us a link to a very handy discussion website which talks about the problems in more detail. So yes, there are indeed some problems by the sounds of it with the Stream 202. This last one's from Malk Downworth. He asks, could you please tell me what is a cloud box and is it legal? Well, the Lacey Cloud Box is a NAS drive. It's a hard drive that connects to your home's network, backs up your computers and lets you share out your media. There's a number of similar solutions out there on the market, some of which we've covered in previous shows. And yes, they are legal. Well, that's it for your questions for this show. Thank you, Kelly, for reading those out. Oh, no problem, Pete. Thanks for answering them. And uh, Happy New Year as well, of course. If you do have a question that you'd like to uh, to send our way, Kelly, I'm going to give you a rest here and hand over to Lilanga, who'll tell you how to get in touch with Frequency Cast. You can call us and leave us a voicemail. The number is 0208 133 4567. Send us a text on 07882 043 521. It's the cost of a standard message or send us an email via the contact us button on our website. You can also contact us via Facebook and Twitter. And we hope to hear from you soon, don't we, Kelly? Yes, we do indeed. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Frequency cast. Shutdown in progress. Thanks for listening to today's Frequency Cast. For news updates and to get in touch with us, go to frequencycast.co.uk. While you're there, click the Add Us to iTunes button. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for FrequencyCast. Our shows are driven by your feedback, so please get in touch and tell your friends. Frequency Cast. Shut down in progress.